Hi, everyone. This is Carrie Bellog. I am the founder and chief groupie of Brand Groupies Consulting, where we obsess about your brands. Build your brand, rock your brand, and fans will come. Welcome, everyone, to the Brand Groupies podcast, where we interview local entrepreneurs who are building and rocking their brands. Today, we have a super, super sweet guest, <laughs> and uh, I'm really excited to have her here. It's a, it's a, it's a big treat for me. Uh, working as Martha Stewart's resident cookie expert on The Martha Show to winning an Emmy Award for her styling and prop work, entrepreneur Danny Fiore's motto is... Is life is sweet. Danny founded Sweet Danny B, offering couture cookie creations for all of life's sweet occasions, cookie decorating workshops, and a cafe located at 717 Bangs Avenue in Asbury Park. So I am a huge fan of Danny. So welcome to the uh, Brand Groupies podcast. I am blown away. Danny came and surprised me with a plate of all Brand Groupies themed cookies. So we have the lips, guitar, microphone phone, lightning bolts. I am still blown away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you like it. And she brought some um, orange mimosas. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's Thursday. I'm Why like, not? this is like amazing. <laughs> like it's not even we're 12 o'clock and we're podcasting, <laughs> drinking mimosas. Uh, so welcome to the Brand Groupies podcast. Thank you. I've Thank been you for such a, me. a fan and I've, you know, been watching your brand grow, um, you know, through the years. So um, I'm so happy to have you as a guest and share your story yeah. with everyone and because it's uh, really colorful, your background, everything that you've done to get to this point. And uh, your cookies are just the most beautiful, creative, unique um Couture cookies uh, that ha that are around. So, um, so tell everyone how how did you get started in uh, in the cookie business? I mean, I have a real like the journey is the destination story. Story. Yeah. Um, I was a, a born artist, drawing and sketching uh, and doodling from when I was very young, and um, I ended up going to art school. And I went to Rhode Island School of Design. And there I decided to study illustration because I really had no idea what to do. Um, but I was always doing art and I had an amazing high school art teacher who was incredible. Um, and so I ended up in art school. I ended up at RISD. And um, I chose illustration just because it was what I was most com comfortable with. Um, but I was a good C student there. Okay. Um, it was tough at the time. RISD was a very, very fine arts college back then. Um, and, you know, everyone was kind of just like very serious and dramatic about their art and like all the cool kids were painters. And um, I was always saying to myself, but like, how am I going to make money doing that? You know, and um, the illustrators or anyone who like wanted to were looking to that were like sellouts. And so it was tough. It was definitely a little bit clicky. Um, but I knew that once I graduated, that was it. I had to figure out how I was going to support myself. And and I uh, get a job. So I stuck with illustration. Um, and in my one thing that was super cool about Rizzy was they allowed us to do winter session, which is um, a in-between program in the winter where they really encourage you to do out of your major things. So um, I took fashion during one. I thought I might want to go into fashion. And the minute I made my first pattern, I knew that wasn't for me. I am not a math person. I'm horrible at math. Um, and so much of pattern making is math. So um the next class that I tried was photography. And uh, what was interesting was 
it really was like an eye-opener for me. I started using photography in my illustrations, and I started mm -hmm. taking pictures and then drawing and painting over them. So I was doing this, like, really cool stuff um, with my photos, and then my grades started getting better. Mm -hmm. And I think, thinking back to it, I think it's the act of looking through the frame that really just opened up my eyes to seeing things differently, which sounds so corny, but it's so funny because once later on when I was styling, there are actually some stylists who carry a frame around and look through it to style. Who knew? So, uh, yeah, that was really like kind of a life-changing thing for me doing photography. And um, I did really well at it. It helped out. I had a couple of amazing professors in the end who actually um, I stopped crying in crits and uh, – <laughs> We, and graduated with like pretty good grades. Most most of my professors thought maybe I should be a children's book illustrator, which, uh, you know, back to that serious uh, sort of like art background, I always poo-pooed. I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't really know what I want to do. Um, when I graduated, I started waiting tables, just kind of took, took the summer off. Um, I wasn't allowed to wait tables before I turned 18. Uh, my father was pretty strict about that. But what was interesting was waiting tables was like a second education for me because before that I had been previously a very picky eater, mm -hmm. um, not really try a lot of things. I wasn't very adventurous. And that opened up a whole new world for me, and, which was food. And where yeah. were you living at the time? Was this um, After mm -hmm. college, I moved back home to my parents' house in Montville. Okay. And then um, from waiting tables, I was able to get my first apartment in Union City, New Jersey. All right. Yeah. And then so after that, so you were looking for a job in, um, in illustration, graphic design. Design, yeah, um, I mean, I still really loved fashion. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, I was networking all the time. Um, a lot of great people in Hoboken. I had an aunt who worked for um, a distant aunt who worked for Donna Karen, and she actually knew some people. And um, I ended up getting a job at Ralph, I, an interview at Ralph Lauren. Um, but what was cool was by the time I was hired, they didn't even know my aunt. So it was actually kind of like one of those things where it was on my own merit. And I was like so proud yes. of myself. <laughs> um, of course, it was an entry level job. So I still kept the waitressing job for as long as I could. Um, but wow, what an experience. I mean, what a place to soak in um, art and design. And, you know, what's amazing about Ralph is he, he's a full brand and lifestyle. So totally. just reporting to the office, you know, you would walk through the Ralph Lauren lobby and you just couldn't believe what it looked like, you know, I mean, and it would be like a full set change for every holiday. And, you know, sometimes they would have a cocktail party and, you know, you would walk through and, um, and you were doing graphic design. I was, I was working in the men's design department mm -hmm. there. And, um, on my way out of RISD, I had, I don't know how I managed to do this, but I took a Photoshop Illustrator class because I felt like that was like the wave that was happening. Um, I was a tour guide when I was at RISD and the parents were coming in and everyone was asking me about like email and the internet. Oh my gosh, I'm so aging myself right here. <laughs> I'm but, right there with you. Yes. Oh my God, I hate to break the news to everyone. I did not have email when I was in college. I think I had it my senior year. <laughs> right, but. totally aging yourself. Um, and I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. You know, and and again, Rizzy was so fine arts. They were they were actually very slow to get to the, to that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But on my way out, I saw this illustration. Uh, it was an Illustrator Photoshop class for illustrators, and I was like, I better check it out. I just, and it was my senior ed, total senioritis. But I forced myself to go to that class, 
And as it turned out, that was really what helped me get the job at Ralph was that I knew Photoshop and I knew Illustrator and we were designing okay. the boards that the salespeople would use to sell the buyers. And <sighs> so they would go to market and they would show these design boards. And um, I also did a little bit of fashion illustration there. Um, with my crazy style, I had um, I was able to draw the sweaters to the way the sweater designer liked it with like extra long sleeves and like crazy looking sweaters. Um, so, yeah, cool. that was like an interesting just kind of like, again, like it, it was just like a weird journey to get there. Sure, but, sure. Yeah. And I always remember when I worked in the fashion industry, too, the attention to detail was it just yes. was a huge learning experience. And I think from there, it's just, uh, you know, you'll never you'll never forget that. So how did you move on from Ralph Lauren to your next gig? Um, so I met my husband at Ralph Lauren, Keith, um, and when things started getting serious, he decided to get another job because we were having a little bit of a conflict working together. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to work together all day because like your day, then you have like, what do you talk about after? Like you, we were, we were in the same department, like working side by side. So that was really hard. Um, so he went off to American Eagle and I actually moved to another part of, um, the company where I was working with the windows team, which was incredible. I mean, it was, again, I was doing like a little bit of a dry job where I was doing graphics. Um, I was doing the tools that they would use to dress the windows and the workbooks. Um, but just being at the mansion and like seeing mm -hmm. what, what they would do with their windows, it was just so incredible. So it was really interesting. Like looking back again, that was like my first eye into the set and if you've ever seen Ralph's windows in New oh, York incredible. City, incredible. I mean, not only in New York, everyone, and they translate. changing you. I mean, you're on to the next season, like so, so in advance and yeah. preparing and, yeah. and all of that. So, okay. So you're doing this and now you're living in, um, did you move to New York? Yeah. So I was still, I always wanted to live in New York, but I really just couldn't afford it. It was just, I, um, after college, I had a couple roommates and I had a really nice roommate at the yes. end of the year, but um, in the beginning, I had a really horrible roommate, so I definitely knew I didn't want a roommate. So I was living yeah. in Union City by myself, uh, waiting tables. And so then once Keith and I decided to get engaged, we got married, and I was looking for a wedding favor. And, um, you know, you get the the array of wedding magazines. Yeah. Again, like there was no Pinterest. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. There's no like, you know, Google. So you would go and basically buy like a stack of wedding magazines and, you know, sit and make a totally. binder. Yes. <laughs> Which I loved. I actually still have my binder. Do you? It was so fun to do. It was, it was really I know, just... I know. I have a whole time in action plan. Yeah. Oh, like, no, I'm sure. Yours was like super Excel. action. Yes. It was like, number one, do this. <laughs> yeah, no, mine was more like pictures and tear sheets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and one of the things that I had pulled was decorated cookies because I would have loved to do them. And um, I really, really wanted, I had this one wedding cake cookie that I really wanted to do. And I just got intimidated at the last minute. I decided to go with something else that was like a little box with like a candle and things like that. But my friend Tamara, who was already working for Martha Stewart um, as a stylist, brought a plate of heart cookies to our rehearsal dinner. And she just made them very simply. They were ice red and she put like a sweet ribbon on them. And she was like, you could do this. You're an illustrator. You could you could do those cookies. Like, definitely. Um and what's funny is that heart is actually our house heart in house oh, now. Oh, that's the heart. Yes, that's it's so sweet, that it's sweet. like that bubble heart shape mm -hmm, has like kind of mm -hmm. become our signature. Um, yeah, so I mean, Keith encouraged me to quit Ralph, which was terrifying. It's a huge you know, move. I mean, huge that's move to go out. Was, yeah, I was, I was creeping up on ten years oh there. Um, okay. 
And were you making cookies on the side? I was doing I or? was I was doing like cookies on the side with Tamara. Okay. So after our wedding, we decided so, let's try this and mm-hmm. let's do some event design too because. You know, we were both into, you know, after you, everyone, after the plan, you plan your wedding, you're like, yes. I could be an event designer, of course. right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, <laughs> we were doing some parties and events. We actually did some really great weddings together. Mm-hmm. And then the cookie would always be the favor. That was always like the suggested favor. Um, but what the economy like kind of took a turn and people weren't really spending money on cookies. And I had at this point had left Ralph. Mm-hmm. And um, Tamara suggested me uh, to freelance at Martha, Martha's um, in-house stylist who takes her to all the shows when she goes to like, let's say the Today Show or The View. Um, She was going on maternity leave. So So Tamara suggested me as that person. And it was crazy. It was like, I was like, all right, I'll try it. And so trial by fire. I never worked on television before. It is. I mean, television is just like a whole thing, really. I was like, they should just teach an entire class in art school and how to do this. Like, oh because really, it, it, it's quite amazing. So you and would accompany Martha, go to the sets? I would go to the sets. Set um, so I went to the Today Show props. with her. I went to Letterman with her. I went to um, I went to the t- Today Show a bunch, um, the early show. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite segments we did was at The View because we set up like this fall table that was like a really long table with like and all the hosts were at each station. Oh, cool. So that was like such a signature. Sure. Martha still does that today on the Today Show, which I love oh. where she just like hits each station with like her tips, which mm-hmm. was so cool. So, yeah, it was amazing. It was a trial by fire. Somehow I made it. And um, when a spot opened up on the team, they offered me a full time job. Fantastic. So um, so the cookie expert title came shortly after because Martha knew you were doing cookies. Yes, I was doing cookies on the side still. But of course, like, you know, now, you know, well, now the Internet is coming into it. Now Facebook Mm -hmm. is happening and it's a thing. And Um, I started blogging. I had my website and I was doing this call all like kind of like as a side gig. And um, Martha had heard that I had a cookie business and some of the producers, um, I had done a segment with Tamara. um, And then Tamara decided to leave the show to become a teacher. She's an amazing photo teacher now. Um, And they asked me to start pitching them for a segment. So uh, the first one I pitched was um, a Santa cookie for... Mm -hmm. Christmas, you know, start easy. Sure. Um, but still one of my favorite, favorite cookies, actually Martha cookie cutter that we designed, that we decorated that day. Um, and yeah, and the segment went really well. Martha was amazing. Uh, she's so cool to me. And after that segment, they asked me to just keep pitching them. So every holiday would come up, the producers would ask me to pitch them. Like, what do you got? Okay. What looks good for holiday? What's kind of trending in cookies? And Martha always loved decorated cookies. Um, but what she especially loved about what I was doing was using the plastic bottles to mm. ice with them. Um, because as an illustrator, and, and again, I'm all self-taught, um, I could not use a pastry bag to save my life. Mm. So messy. Um, I didn't even understand. Like, I still to this day, sometimes I'll use one, but seriously, the icing is still always coming out. Oh, like, all the girls in my shop are like, please, can we do that for you? Like, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to just do this cupcake. Like, Let me just do it real fast. Terrible. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so the bottle thing was a big, also a game changer for me because again, I'm coming from this illustration background, I'm used to using a lot of mixed media, Mm -hmm. um, things, but I could not get the pastry bag. So I had seen these plastic bottles in the craft store and I thought, you know, I bet you I could get real icing in there. So I figured out the right consistency Mm -hmm. and trial and error. And you know, that, that's my, my kit. Now I actually sell the bottle kit. Um, because so many it. people so, thought it was such a great idea. And also, Martha loved it. So she had really never used bottles before. And um, 
one day we were doing a segment for Valentine Ideas, which was always one of my favorite shows mm -hmm. to do. I think I did like two or three years of Valentine Ideas. And it'd be like right in the beginning of February. And Darcy Miller's always like had her ideas and she does these amazing like candy Valentines. So it was always like such a fantastic show. And on one of those shows, I did my Lovebird Owl, um, which is just my standard owl cookie. Mm -hmm. And we decorated um, it for Valentine's Day. And Martha was so excited about the bottles that day. She told me to look into the camera and tell everyone where they could buy my bottle kit. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, sweetdennybee.com? <laughs> like, I, I was totally froze. So that was yes. like the moment you're like... Wow. I, it was a game it's, changer. Absolutely. Uh, I walked off stage. Okay. I had like over 50 emails <gasps> in my inbox already. Amazing. People also wanted the cookie cutter. So I called up my favorite cookie cutter company, coppergifts.com, mm -hmm. and I asked them if they wanted to go to business in business together. And we just like hit the ground running. My parents, Incredible. my husband, my brother, everyone, everyone's like <laughs> packing. We had hundreds of bottle kits to package. And, you know, we do it. We go to dinner after. Sure. And it was pretty amazing. How it was fun. amazing. Yeah. That, so after that point, so then you were business was booming, you're catering, you're doing um, cookies for all sorts of events and yes. keeping you pretty busy. Yeah, Martha's plug actually ended up like being the reason I ended up having to leave, which I was so sad to resign. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I said to Martha that, you know, thanks to her amazingness, I'm going to have to, and she, you know, she wished there me the best. Are. And I still freelance there. Okay. Um, and I've, I have been freelancing there ever since. Um, I still do a lot of her personal cookies. And then I also worked on her show, Martha Bakes, as a Got stylist. It. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. And so then, so you were making cookies. And now um, tell us about how you um, you started the store in oh my gosh, Asbury. So, yes. So, so was that, that was a really, journey? really long time coming because I never thought I could do a store. I still don't know if I could do it. <laughs> It's out. so awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I I started my LLC in 2006. So I've been oh, so, yeah, in business years. a really long time. Sure. Um, but I really never thought I could do a store. Um, I'm, again, I'm leaving. My husband and I moved to Weehawken, which was just about two blocks down from where I was living. And, like, our main city was Hoboken. That's where we hung out. That's where we would go to dinner. And... I just I could not afford Hoboken. I really I knew I couldn't. And even now, now it's even That's, crazier mm -hmm. the rents. And for me, New York was out of the question. As much as I love it, and I I miss being so mm -hmm. close to it because we used to live right there. Um, I just I felt like how could you open a business there? I just I just never would have been able to afford the rent, and um, that that was always intimidating to me. So. We start. We always would rent a beach house, and um, I grew up going to Lavalette with my family. We would always get a beach house, so that was something that we continued. And Keith's yeah. from Seabright, so basically we started Lavalette, and every summer we'd come a little bit more up north. Sure, yeah. And um, my friend Amanda and Kevin, uh, great friends, shout decided, out to the Canes. Shout out to the Canes. <laughs> um, they were living in Hoboken the at the time, and mm -hmm. we had such a great time together. And then when they were about to start a family, they decided to move down this way. So uh, they were looking in Asbury Park and Ocean Grove and ended up in Interlaken. And they were like, you should really check out this town. It's so you guys. And um, so we ended up renting one summer. Um, we were really moving more up north. So it was like Lavalette. Then we rented in Normandy Beach one year. And then the next year we mm -hmm. rented in Ocean Grove. And I just, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with Asbury Park. Um, there is a foodie movement happening there that is mm -hmm. 
like nowhere mm-hmm. else or it's it's just like it's not necessarily night like nowhere else but it's just you could like feel the energy the energy and you don't feel like you need to go to the city i don't feel like i need to go to experience that absolutely energy yeah and, and i mean you really amazing it's, food. it's just a collection of incredible restaurants mm-hmm. incredible restaurateurs people who really like care about good ingredients um, I'm not a crazy person for spending what I spend on butter in Asbury, but yeah. like back where I was, people would be like, well, why don't you just buy the butter blend? Yeah. And, but, but people in Asbury get it. Like yes. they're spending a lot of money on their eggs. On their eggs. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's the thing. So I started to think, wow, you know, I would love to have something in Asbury, which is mm-hmm. crazy. Um, cause I never really thought I'd do brick and mortar. I always just thought I'd stay private. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing my workshops at Porta or at places that would have like a party room, mm-hmm. Um, or I could always go to somebody's house. So it was, I was still doing my cookie workshops where I teach people how to decorate cookies. I would still do a private lesson and I was still doing the favors. Um, I had somebody baking for me out of a kitchen, out of rented kitchen. Um, cause I quickly figured out that I'm not the quickest baker, but I'm a much better, better at icing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I never thought I would, I would go for the store, but, um, it just all kind of came together. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Um, one of the restaurants in town, I was having lunch at Tallulah's, and Shanti, one of the owners, had said to me, you know, there's um, Barbara, someone else we know who owns Patre now, mm-hmm. she's my neighbor, um, is opening a shop on Bangs, and she's like, and I think that it would probably be a really good space for you. Like, it's not huge, but, you know, she knew I was looking, and so she suggested it, and um the rest was history. I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, in in between that amount of time, my Aunt Del had passed and she left okay. me some money Aww. and I wanted to spend it on something important. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's, I, oh, I didn't know so. that story. So now it's the vision. It's, it's come to life and yes. people can experience it. Like you go there and you just want to hang out there all day. <laughs> just have your cookies. And I know I need more space It's like come back and just eat and uh, chill out. And it's a full cafe and you can feel it. You definitely yes. feel the brand. And it's yes. so cool to have, to actually, um, you know, have a, have a space where people can experience it. And it really, is. Yeah. It's, it's your definitely... vision is coming to life and. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's really, really incredible. Um, and your and your branding, like I know social media too has yes. been so huge for you, and you're really it's really kind so of the only thing for me. I really don't do a lot of it's, advertising other than on social media and, you and word a of ton mouth of followers. Yeah, yeah. and and uh, and the cookies that you do are um, just so over the top. Like the and I watch you. Do you do the videos of the you know the way you you really illustrate yes. these cookies? Yes, and. Um, Really, you can you can spot a sweet Danny B cookie from you know a mile away. There's like, definitely there's like no... a, a signature look. It's kind of like when I think back at RISD, they were yes. like trying to you know I'm in life drawing class and they're like you got to like lose your style but, like because that was like not what I was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. at the time. But now like I have I look at a cookie cutter and I see it in like a way with shapes that it's just kind of comes to me. It's and really it, interesting. It's like that, then my style came back and that was really, that's what helps with this business. Definitely. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. And, um, so, so I mean, starting the business, were there any, I always ask everyone as an entrepreneur, you have, you know, ups and downs and you're, you know, every day you're like, am I really, is this, oh my gosh, is what am I doing? Right thing? Is, <laughs> should I have, should I keep going? You know, some days you feel more inspired than others. Yes, absolutely. So, um, you know, have you had any, um, I don't know, roadblocks in creating 
the business or maybe, you know, you thought you might go one direction and yeah, I mean, just, I mean, first of all, just getting open was hard. I mean, Mm. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I had some amazing people helping me out, uh, nearly from, uh, nearly from heirloom kitchen and Paul from, um, we serve our maiden roasters coffee. So Paul from Cafe Volan helped me out with coffee, but I really had no idea what I was doing. So it took us a little bit longer to open than I hoped. Um, one huge learning curve is just, um, always having somewhere to be and always being public. So, um, I have very little quiet and that's something that I really miss because I find a lot of inspiration in my quiet time. Um, and that is really, really hard. Um, so it's hard to be on all the time and it's hard to be at the shop when people expect me to be at the shop and be there all day answering questions. Sure. As much as I love when people visit. I'm trying to find like some place I could like maybe carve out an office that where I could just close the door even for just like 20 minutes to like answer emails. Because you are the face of the brand, which is yes. so cool because you are sweet Danny B. And I love that for branding. You're just, you nailed it. I love it. And you know, you're like a, a mini celebrity in town. Oh like, gosh, I mean, people crazy. see you and no. then you live Definitely. in Ocean Grove, you know, yes. so you're so close. So you're there. That's your lifestyle. And you're living the lifestyle too, yes. where you live and work. And, um, you know, people can't help but recognize you so I get it it's you know it's it's on yeah it's it's kind of always on uh sweet Danny B by the way was my waitressing nickname so it kind of went back to that like I walked in one day I was working at a place called O'Neill's in Hoboken which is so fantastic um and the manager I walked in the manager yelled out sweet Danny B and everyone started calling me that after she said it which was crazy um and then a lot of people call me Dan but then also when I was working at Martha there was someone who had a similar name so everyone started calling me Danny so it kind of stuck. And, and that's stuck. how I came to the name. Yes. Awesome. Sweet Danny V. Very cool. Well, you are um, doing so many amazing things. And then you have the decorating workshops, right? Which yes. you do for during the holidays or every so often. Or yeah. anyone can book uh, like a themed one. Absolutely. Yeah. You could book so. a petite party with us um, anytime that we're open on the weekends. If we don't have a workshop happening already. Um, we're going to go live with our um, September, October schedule for workshops tomorrow or Saturday. Um, and yeah, we just, we're going to be doing tons of workshops this year and our adult workshops are actually really popular. You could BYO. And they sell out. I mean, I tried to get a ticket. I was like, (laughs) well, we're we're a smaller shop too. I mean, we have like for adult workshop, I think we have a capacity of like 12 to 14. So it really depends. We're definitely a smaller place, but if you're looking to throw a bigger party, I could come to you or we could go back to like where we were at Porta has a private room. So you could book a private room and then I could come there and do it. But yeah, I mean, we're essentially a hybrid based bakery. So mm-hmm. on the weekends, we're doing the cafe thing. We're open 12 to 6, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during the week, we're working on our favors. You know, we hit the ground running on Monday. My baker, Catherine, starts baking on Sundays for us. So we're ready to go on mm-hmm. Monday with like all of our orders. It's like around the clock. Absolutely. Baking. Yes. Yes. So when, I, when she started working Ooh. for me, I was like, can you work Sundays? And she was like, yes. Amazing. So, um, yeah, and then the other part of the business is doing the workshops and the and the parties mm-hmm. and also private lessons. So and and a question I see it, but you know what um, what would you say sets you apart from other brands or other cookies? Like I notice, I I like I said, I spot a sweet Danny B cookie mile away. Like I just know it's yes. you. Nothing compares. You see other cookies, you're like, you know, that's so sweet. But there are definitely some amazing amazing there... cookies out there. Um, I have a distinct style. I also have like kind of like things I'll do and things I won't do. So I'm like, I'm not going to like take out an airbrush. Like that's a lot. Like there's, you know, there's cookie decorating is huge and it's a huge craft and 
you know, it's really, really taken off. And there's some incredible, incredible mm -hmm. cookiers there. But at the end of the day, I'm a foodie. I want people to eat these. So I have like a little bit of a line of how crazy I'll go on decorating, even though, and it's so funny too, because I, I decorate some crazy cookies. Yeah. Like this guitar here took a really oh long gosh. time, right? I mean, it's, it's like a, so detailed. It's a lot of layers. Um, but then I'm not going to also then take out an airbrush. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, so it's it's a little bit of a fine line of, of um, how far I'm willing to go. Like I don't use really a lot of stencils or anything like that, but all of that stuff is super amazing. The other thing too is I really want them to taste good. So we're really only baking like a few days before everything's due. Mm -hmm. So that's really um, a difference in our cookies. They taste good. Our decorated cookies, it's so funny because a couple of people are like, oh, this cookie's hard. Yes, it's most decorated cookies are going to be hard. Mm -hmm. So so, but our goal is to have it um, crispy on the outside, softer on the inside, super delicious and sweet. And also the royal icing we use hardens on top. So um, it has a little bit of a crunch to it. Um, and if you want a soft cookie, we have our amazing menu of cookies that we have in the cafe, which is part of the business I really never thought I'd be doing before. But it's just something that's evolved. And I have some really great recipes. And, um, you know, back when I started, my uncle... My uncle is this big financial guy on Wall Street, and um, I, I really wanted to do a shop. Like, when I first opened, I was, like, so pie in the sky. Like, why not, you know? Yeah. And he sat down with me, and he was like, okay, let's look at the price, and let's look at how many cookies you could do to make what you're making at Ralph Lauren. Mm -hmm. And it, he was just, like, impossible. He's like, even if you wanted to make less money, you couldn't do this. So, you know, I always had that in my head, and – I also was working with a group called She Knows uh, there when I was blogging, back when I was blogging, which I miss. I wish I could go back, back to blogging. It's so fun. Um, and I did a workshop for them. And with one girl who was with me, she was like, gosh, I so love your business, but is it scalable? And that, that was always the question. And what's interesting with the cafe is like now I could see a way it could be scalable. So the decorated cookies are a little bit more – they require more hand-holding and more managing – but the Cookie Cafe, which is super fun, and, you know, we have a specialty menu of cookies and delicious coffee, and we have slow cooker hot chocolate, which is amazing, oh, and so yummy. matcha tea and all this stuff, that's definitely a scalable part of the business. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting the way it's evolved. Sure. And you, um, do you see yourself opening up more Sweet Danny B cafes? I mean, I was, I'm already talking about an outpost because there's a new hotel opening in town. Uh -huh. And I'm like, it'd be super cool to have an outpost. It would be cool to have an outpost somewhere like up near the boardwalk because I so love the Asbury mm -hmm. Boardwalk. It's so fantastic. And Convention Hall. And um, But I don't know. I mean, part of me, it's so funny. I think that's it's like you, you know that entrepreneur spirit, like – as tired as I am, I'm like, wait, I could go do this, yeah, you know, and it's the wheels are always spinning. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. I, I mean, I also would, you know, like to have more options to take a shower. And mm -hmm. I just sometimes I look in the mirror and my eyebrows are gigantic. And I'm like, oh, my God, like what is going on here? <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I, I would love to um, yes. maybe branch out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm not really sure. Well, you just hope it'll, it'll be a year, help. right? Yes. This fall? It'll be a it'll year? It'll be a year. Um, our ribbon cutting was in November. So okay. it'll be All a full, right. so a full official year. year. Yes. yes. Which is so exciting. Yes, yes. it is. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, well, I am 
I'm uh, yeah, I'm I'm such a fan, and uh, you know, I I love the journey that you took, and you look at all the of your experiences um, leading up to it, and your right. you know your graphic design and illustration um, background. Um, so, and there are so many people who are working full time jobs that you know were similar to you, and then they are starting a side hustle. Yes. What advice would you give to anyone who might want to start their own business and leave that? nine to five job? I would say uh, the side hustle is is a good thing. It really is. If you, but you have to really devote the time to it. So, I mean, there are nights that I never went to sleep uh, doing the side hustle. And honestly, today even, um, I call them 2 a.m.ers. Uh, December is a month full of 2 a.m.ers, mm. even with a staff. So you better be ready to work. And, um, but it's absolutely possible. And then I wouldn't recommend leaving that job until until you know what you could afford and you know that you could that you could just bank on that one business. Mm-hmm. Um, get as much advice as you can. Um, other businesses were so great to me offering other advice. Other entrepreneurs, they're happy to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it is possible. But I, I side hustled for as long as I could. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. And also having those people around you who have those skills to offer and asking, you know, for advice. I think that's so important. I think people think they can do it all. Um, but you, you know, if you know someone who's in finance, if you, you know, absolutely any, any, the first retail space before, you know, it absolutely. Yes. All the first thing I did was hire an official accountant because I'm horrible at that. And I, there's, you know, sales tax and employee, all the employee payroll, and there was no way. Mm. So that was just, it is worth it for me to pay somebody right off the bat to do Absolutely. that. Um, but yeah, you have and. to really surround yourself with good people. And and uh, another thing while I was working all those jobs too is I was soaking it in, pay attention. You know, I mean, there's people in front of you. It could be somebody sitting right next to you who might inspire you. Mm. So you really, really never know. So Right. And then um, I just wanted to mention, too, the partnerships that you do. I know you did um, something for Macy's because I I believe so much in partnerships, aligning your brand with other brands that might not be competing, but they have the same audience. And, you know, it's not a huge investment to align, but it's a co-promotional opportunity and you both promote it. I just think that is is so key to building your brand and to help each other. So tell us a little about some of those alignments. Absolutely. I mean, that's like the lift each other up thing Mm -hmm. which is um it's like i'm so for that i'm so for supporting each other and you're so much better having like friends in business than having enemies and and um yeah so i was working a job for martha um a few years ago it was for a her wedding books launch Mm -hmm. and um macy's the event designer um the head of events at macy's jody hired me to do cookies. They were wedding cookies for Martha. We did beautiful cakes and packaging. And it was funny too, because that day, um, my friend Kate had just got engaged and she had the Martha wedding book and we like surprised Martha and waited online and Martha <laughs> signed the book. And it was like this whole funny thing. Um, but yeah, so um, one thing that I, I always try to do and always say, recommend is bring something with you. When you go somewhere, bring people things. People love getting cookies. People love getting a bottle of wine. People love getting a promotional item that's you know, it's not not cheesy, but something that's like about you, about your brand. Like, go deep. Think about the person. Um, you know, I was raised. I'm Italian. Was, yes. My parents always taught me bring something somewhere. You don't. You're not going to go to somebody's house empty-handed. That's embarrassing. Well, so, I was blown away by the cookies you made. Like, just the thought, the care, the you know, the research, and right. 
I mean, I was almost going to cry. <laughs> so sweet. I, I so always I cry like, oh with the good God. ones. That's so funny. Like, sometimes I'll be working on a platter. So and yes, I mean, I'll look really? at it and I'll be like, oh, my God, this is, you know, it's tough. Because ultimately what I'm doing here is spreading the love. That's really oh, the yes. bottom of my business. Mm-hmm. It's really the, the even though it sounds so ridiculous, that's really my business plan is yes. spreading the love. And it, it was definitely a learning, learning curve opening the shop, having that as like your ultimate goal because, you know, there's money involved. Uh, and it was a much bigger game once we had the storefront. But if I get back to that, whenever I get back to that, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, how could I do that? How could I make somebody happy today? Yeah. And and how could love be spread? So, yeah. Well, yeah. you made me extra happy. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> I'm so glad. I hope you're going to eat these cookies too. I will. I will. I'm not And I brought you a couple. I brought you gluten free and also I'm the, gonna go for the chocolate life changer is delicious with red wine. Okay. All yes. right. I love it. I'm going to look forward to that so good. later. Yeah. Um, well, and then of course, you're in the shop. Do you have a certain soundtrack that you listen to? I have to ask you. I do. Oh my gosh. Music is so what? important in the shop, especially as you know, Keith is a musician. Ex, yes. Ex musician. Yes. I don't know. Is he an ex? I wish she would they have a circle play. square when we get back together. I yes, I said Squares it on the, on the podcast. Show. There you go. Um, so he is like so hardcore about having dead air anywhere. Like we always have music on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have the most eclectic music taste. Like my my Pandora is like anywhere from like Italian restaurant mix <laughs> <laughs> to like Beyonce and like Jay-Z and like Biggie. Yeah. So um when I'm baking, I actually listen to pretty hardcore rap, like I love unedited. It. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like Eminem. Totally. Like, like you really would be like really loud. Um, but in the shop, we have to, you know, we have to be radio friendly. We have of the course. radio friendly and it's on. What's fantastic is that I work with um a lot of the the ladies working for me are so up on music and what's new I'm f- I feel a little bit like a dinosaur around them because they're like oh have you heard the new Frank Ocean and I'm like no <laughs> but they put on all these mixes and it's fantastic so it oh, really fun. depends on who wants to DJ for the day but we let everybody DJ that way I'm learning about new music every now and then I hear my favorite music and I really do have eclectic taste yeah. so and my husband makes fun of my mixes all the time <laughs> because seriously you'll be listening to like Lemonade and then Andre Bocelli will come on <laughs> it's just it's totally all over the place <laughs> I love it Oh my gosh. I uh I know I remember when I wanted to move to Italy I would play the Italian like the Tarantella thinking, oh, yes. thinking it was like present day <laughs> Italian music yes. meanwhile it was so outdated so and I'm just thinking it is like Italy that's and, a more uh, that's, oh, that's a more it's like oh, that's my totally God. why I, I did that mix on we were having like an Italian like our family over and so I did like a dinner mix and then I just left it on my Pandora but every now and then that's a more I'll come that's on right. Keith is like seriously it's so embarrassing <laughs> amazing i, I think it. it's hilarious i love it and so our um brand groupies challenge the yes. um the, the the end of the the podcast um is if your business were a song which song would it be <laughs> and um i always use my example as don't stop believing yes. because i am a cheesy journey fan and i love my, <laughs> my entrepreneur clients to believe and absolutely i know that they could do anything i would choose that one if you didn't already steal it Um, but i thought maybe um somewhere over the rainbow wait Hmm. is that the band the one with the banjo oh uh, yeah, that's the one. Right? There's a banjo. There's a banjo one. Yes. They're not banjo. Song. Ukulele. Yeah. Oh, ukulele. Yes. yes. That one. Okay. Or 
Who Run the World by Beyonce. Oh, amazing. <laughs> These are two completely yes. opposite. Fantastic. Once again. But that's yeah, the, oh, thank uh, you. the, that's, you know. Yeah, it's like the, and the also mix. Don't Stop Believing is one of my yes. favorites to sing along to. It is. I mean, it is the best in the I car know. when nobody could hear this voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I'm> <laughs> horrible voice. I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. So, um, well, this has been so much fun. I'm just uh, drooling over the cookies and I can't wait to. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This is so incredible what you're doing. (laughs) And and I love your business as well. And I think it's so fantastic how you're just lifting people up and highlighting them. And and, I mean, your resume is incredible. You're incredible. Oh, So so. thank you so much. I'm just such a fan. And I want to tell people, so sweetdannyb.com. Sweetdannyb.com, yep. And I'm D-A-N-I. D-A-N-I, the letter B. Yep. Um, And then that's me on all social media. Perfect. So um, I'm most active on Instagram. Yes. And definitely check out Instagram because you you kill it. I mean, seriously, I I always look. fun. And and I'm inspired by by. And I put up the platter today. I was uh, styling the platter and I put up a video of it. It's super cool. Check it out. So, well, thank you so much, Danny. Thank you. Uh, It's such a. Sweet day today. (laughs) Thanks, everybody. Thank you.